it really felt um, super awe-inspiring to be able to walk through this palace and to see um, all the religious shrines in this very, very holy and sacred place um, that is Amritsar and the Golden Palace. Welcome to the Travel Stories Podcast, where we bring you immersive, inspiring, and international travel stories of freedom and adventure from travelers around the world. Here is your host, Hayden Lee. Well, hello. Welcome back to the Travel Stories Podcast. I'm Hayden Lee. How's it going? I'm feeling a little weird today. It's like you know that feeling where you want to just go into Europe or like South America and just take a guitar and go into the mountains or the forest and hitchhike your way across and meet new people and have new connections and everything like that. I'm really feeling like that today. Maybe it's the weather. I don't know. Anyway, how are you guys doing? Let me know on Twitter at Travel Stories UK or hit me up on the email. Old school Hayden at Travel Stories Podcast.com. That's H-A-Y-D-E-N. I do answer everything. So on to today, we have on the one and only John Lee Dumas. He is the host of Entrepreneur on Fire, otherwise known as EO Fire for you not so confident spellers. And he has, well, he has a lot of stuff going on. Most recently, the Freedom Journal. Now this thing is brilliant. I use it myself. In the morning, you write down what you're going to do, what you're grateful for, all of these things. And well, it's your 100 day goal. And well, I think he'll explain it better than I will. But anyway, he brings with him an awesome story from a place we all know and love and you guys are gonna love this one so let's dive into it you're listening to the travel stories podcast and this is john lee dumas hi john how you going hayden i am rocking the mic brother excited to chat awesome me too man whereabouts in the world are you Puerto Rico. Ah, Puerto Rico. Yes. Uh, previous guest, Michael O'Neill, he was saying about that. You've uh, you moved there, right? Yes. We, on uh, May 1st, 2016, made the full-time move from lovely San Diego to gorgeous Puerto Rico. <laughs> Both awesome words for awesome places. That sounds like a not a bad move, I reckon. Yeah, we can't <laughs> complain. Is this the first time you've been actually living outside of the States as opposed to just traveling? Uh, well, you know, Puerto Rico is actually considered the United States. It is a commonwealth of the is U.S. So? So, uh, oh, there I'm we still are. a U.S. citizen, even though I do now have a Puerto Rican license and I am a Puerto Rican resident. Nice. Um, I've lived a lot of places. I don't know how long you have to be in one place before you consider having lived there. I've been four months in India, four months in Guatemala, 13 months in Iraq, but uh, this is probably the most permanent outside of the continental United States mm. that uh, I've moved. Yeah, man. And you touched upon something where it's a really hazy line as to whether you're traveling somewhere and you're visiting and you're being a tourist or whether you're living there. And I've been talking to a few past guests about where that line is and what you have to do to be able to. Some people say you have to rent a place. Some people say other things. And I think the eccentricities that you notice when you're traveling just kind of become second nature. Is that something you're finding? Yeah, that really has been something that I found. And it's something that I'm really looking to amplify as well. Ah, nice. And how are you looking to, to amplify that? Just getting involved in the culture and, and everything like that, meeting people? 
That's exactly it. I mean, when we moved to Puerto Rico, you know, we could have gone to old San Juan where like all the North Americans are or one of the, you know, smaller kind of gated communities. But, you know, we just struck out. We went to the kind of the most remote part of the island and just kind of set up shop over here. And we're kind of learning our way around. And it's really pretty rustic and culturally enriching. I love that, man. That's the exact way I want to do it. Just go to somewhere right at the edge of the island and there's, mm-hmm. and there's no one there. That's the way to do it, man. <laughs> so as I mentioned in the intro, John is, among many other things, the creator of the Freedom Journal. Now, many of you guys talk to me about your travel goals. I want to see this. I want to climb this, go there. John, how could the Freedom Journal be used for all of the travelers and aspiring travelers listening to this now? Well, I've interviewed now over 1,400 successful entrepreneurs. So these are people that are able to do great things in their life, with their life. And the one commonality I found that they have, Hayden, is they know how to set and accomplish goals. And no matter what it is in life, lose weight, um, exercise more, travel, fill in the blank, we need to actually be intentional and specific when we're setting goals. And so few people are, they just kind of let it float out there. So I decided to create the solution to all of that mayhem that's going on in this world. And for people that actually want to set goals and then accomplish those goals in a set time frame, 100 days with the Freedom Journal, I've created that this guide. And it's a very unique step-by-step process. You know, there's daily tasks, nightly recaps, 10-day sprints, quarterly reviews, all of which will make immense sense when you're actually going through it, just like our host is, who's actually on day 70 right now, right, Hayden? That's right, day 70 now. And I can attest to how well this works for completing your goals. I mean, I remember on, I think it was day, I think I was on day six and I looked and I was like, because I, I had uh, I had a number to attain, and then by day six, I had the number that I should have had on day twenty. I'm like, oh, it's mm. working, <laughs> <laughs> you know? and it just seemed to go up from there. So I can really attest to how well this works, man. Love it. It really, really is great. So back onto traveling. Do you have a travel story to share with us today, John? Yeah, I have a lot of travel stories. It's kind of even harder to kind of maybe cycle through them all because, again, I've been to some pretty cool places and done some pretty extensive traveling throughout my life. But uh, if we're talking about the main travel story, I think I'm ready. Oh, awesome. And do you have a name for this travel story? We're going to call it The Golden Palace. Oh, yes. I love it. I'm so excited. Radio, you're listening to the Travel Stories Podcast, and this is John Lee Dumas with The Golden Palace. So there I was. 2007, my first semester of law school, and I was miserable. Let me say that one more time. I was miserable. I had spent the year prior getting ready for the test to get into law school, getting accepted to the right law school, buying a home in the town of the law school. I thought that the next three years of my life were set, except for the problem that I was miserable. So I uh, had to do the most courageous thing up to that point in my life, which is saying a lot because I did spend 13 months in Iraq as an officer in the U.S. Army. (laughs) 
and I quit law school. I left. And when I quit, I knew that I had to just get out of Dodge, so to speak, and leave behind everything that um, had the stink and the stigma of law school if I was really kind of going to be able to recuperate from this really serious, life-changing decision. So I logged online and I found a couple of guys on a travel website that were traveling to India for four months and they had the whole trip planned out. They were just looking for one or two more travelers to join them. And I said, that's my trip. Those are my guys. I locked in the trip. And next thing I knew, I was landing in New Delhi, trying to find their hostel that they were staying at in the mass of hostels in New Delhi, which is a massive, massive city. Luckily, I linked up with them. From that point forward, we spent the next four months traversing India. I'm talking from the middle, which is where New Delhi is, out to the uh, east coast where Chennai is, all the way down to the southern coast where Kerala is, all the way up to Goa, to Mumbai where I was in a Bollywood movie. But the focus of this story is going to take place in the northern section of India, which is on a border town of Pakistan. The town is called Amritsar. And it's a famous town for a couple of reasons. Number one is because of the title of this story, which is the Golden Palace. It has this gorgeous golden palace. And I'm sure Hayden will put this in the show notes for you, some pictures. And if you just go to Google Images, and Google Golden Palace Amritsar, India, you'll see it's just this unbelievable walled palisade within the middle of this lake. Man-made is this beautiful golden palace with just one entrance, this one walkway. And it's a very big religious shrine for um, people in that part of India. So I got out there and I had been traveling India for a while, but it was... The first time I was speechless with awe. I was in awe many times throughout India, all over the place, but this literally took my, my breath and my speech away, just looking at this. And what you do when you're at the Golden Palace is you actually walk around the entire palace, which takes a solid hour because it's, a, it's a quite the, the large um, enclosure. And I'll never forget, I actually had a shirt that was made. And on the shirt, I had them write, Define India. And at that point, I had quite the beard um, going on because um, I had been traveling and not shaving. So I sat down in front of the Golden Palace, Indian style, and uh, got into a little meditation pose and took that picture. And it still actually is one of my favorite pictures from that entire trip to India. I'll never forget um, the first time I actually walked down that path to enter the Golden Palace for the first time. It really felt um, super awe-inspiring to be able to walk through this palace and to see um, all the religious shrines and this very, very holy and sacred place um, that is Amritsar and the Golden Palace. And so having done that, I felt really inspired and it was getting a little uh, closer to sunset. And a couple local Indian uh, men walked up to me and struck up a conversation. They spoke great English and they, they um, lived and studied at a local college. 
And they said, hey, we're actually going out to a famous flag raising and flag lowering ceremony out on the border um, where Pakistan and India uh, both meet. It, it's quite the spectacle. So I agreed and I jumped in a car with them and we went out to the border. And there was this unbelievably intricate flag lowering ceremony where they obviously do the flag raising ceremony in the morning, which they had done earlier that day. And now it was the flag lowering ceremony. And it's this great barrier that separates the two countries with a gate and about 40 soldiers on both sides go through this incredibly intricate um, ceremony where they lower the flags of their respective countries so so you have the the pakistani side um and there's probably a thousand people that are there watching um their soldiers lower the flag and do the very intricate dance and ceremony of lowering the flag and then you have on the other side the indians doing the same thing with their 1,000-ish fans um, enjoying the, the spectacle and the attendance. And the flags lower at the exact same time, just as the sun is setting. It is quite the spectacle. So I remember just going back to my hostel at the end of that day and saying, wow, like this is incredible on so many levels. Like I just got to experience one of the most gorgeous um, religious structures I've ever seen. And not only just experience it, but go inside and, and walk around. And, and there wasn't like things that were roped off. It was just, I was able to touch it and to like walk around and, and just really enjoy the atmosphere. And then go out and meet some locals who took me to a really cool ceremony that takes place um, every single day, but is not super well known. And so that was kind of a really cool experience for me to uh, have as well. And when I look back on India, there was a lot of highs. There were definitely some lows, um, as anybody will experience, traveling slash backpacking for four months um, in a third world country. Um, but when I do look back, that is definitely the memory that stands out most in my mind and something that I will always treasure. That was John Lee Dumas with The Golden Palace. Thank you so much, John. I've thoroughly enjoyed that, man. Thanks. Hayden, I enjoyed retelling it. It was like I was there once again. Oh, don't you love that when you're telling stories and you just, it catapults you back there. You just, your mind just goes straight there, man. I love that. It's so true. And actually so much so that for the first time in years, because I was retelling the story with such detail, I was taken back to the restaurant that I would go to every single morning and drink this very sweet milk curd drink that they had that I simply loved. And I hadn't thought about it for years, but I could literally taste it in my mouth today. Oh, man. Are you talking about Lassie by any chance? 
I think that might be it. Oh, man. Then this is where we differ because it is the worst thing in the world for me. There's a story which I'll tell you another time, but it is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I would drink a gallon of it right now if it was on my chip. (laughs) Oh, man. Not up for that. I don't think me and you are friends anymore. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you were in a Bollywood movie. What's this about, man? (laughs) Yeah. So there I am walking in Mumbai along Queen's Necklace, which is the beach um, in Mumbai. And this guy just ran up to me and just went, was going Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, and he's just like, and I was like, hello, and he was like, hey, we want you to be an extra in our movie. We're looking, you know, for basically a, a white American to be an extra in our movie, and so I agreed, and I went to the set, and they first, first and last time I've ever worn makeup, they put makeup on me, they dressed me up, and I was in a Bollywood movie. And in fact, if you go to YouTube and uh, search for John Lee Dumas, Bollywood, you'll be able to see the trailer for the movie. <laughs> oh, amazing. I'm going to be looking that up. And what I love about that is the guy said Tom Cruise and then said, I want you to be an extra. Like if he met Tom Cruise in Mumbai and said, come, come be an extra. You're not, you're not a lead. You know? <laughs> I love that, man. So here's a question. A lot of people, especially listeners to this show, they find themselves in that position that you were, that you were in when you realized that the scripted life and the life that you were meant to live, as they say, wasn't for you. Now, making that transition as you did takes a lot of things like courage and strength and all of this. So what advice would you give to someone that's in that position? I'd say this, listen, so many of us think that we just have an endless amount of time to travel, to go see the world, to do this, to do that. You don't, you know, life takes over. You get responsibilities with jobs, with kids, with family, with mortgages. You may already have some of these things. Believe me, it's only getting worse because you're getting older. Your health is going to deteriorate. You're going to stop having the ability to hike and to walk around and, and be away from medications and all this stuff for a long period of time. It's like, I'm not trying to paint a sad story. I'm just trying to paint reality. Mm-hmm. So the time is now. Like start booking your trips now and, and, and start knocking them out. Yes, a bit of life wisdom there. I love that. So here's a bit of a confession. John is somewhat of an idol of mine, and he's a very big reason as to why you're listening to this show right now. He's pretty much the undisputed king of podcasting, I reckon. So <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be true, man. Come on. <laughs> so entrepreneur and fire, man. EO fire. Let's finish up talking about that. Sure. You know, this was something that four years ago now, I just saw as something that needed to be out there in the world. And I love that quote is, you know, do what you can't not do. And like, I wanted there to be a daily podcast back in 2012, so I could consume it and enjoy it. But frankly, there wasn't one. So I decided to create it. And I created the first and only daily podcast interviewing inspiring entrepreneurs. And, you know, here we are, 1400 episodes later, 30 million listens later, you know, over a million listens per month. I've been uh, unbelievably lucky to interview people like Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, Barbara Corcoran, Brian Tracy, um, even Gene Simmons of Kiss, you know, as a past guest of mine. I mean, it's been quite the journey. It's been a lot of fun for all the reasons. And, uh, you know, that was how the, the journey began. And since then, it's just all been about serving my audience, Fire Nation, with free, valuable, and consistent content, seeing how that I can better solve their problems. And then once I do, you know, again, I, I say, hey, like, this is a completely free 
way that you can consume this. And Hayden, you know, maybe you're one of the, the uh, you know, 30,000 plus people who have gone through free podcast course, which is a completely free course on how to create, grow, monetize your podcast. We've created a free course on webinars. And now, you know, we have premium level courses with Podcasters Paradise and Webinar on Fire. And, you know, our most recent ventures into the physical journal uh, area with the Freedom Journal. So this is just kind of the evolution of the company that I've created. And what I think is important is, you know, when you're looking to start something, like you don't know where you're going to be in six months or a year from now, let alone four years. The important thing is to start, serve your audience with that free, valuable, consistent content and see how the road unfolds before you. Man. Absolutely. I love it. Do you ever think 1400? Do you ever just look at that and think that's insane? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. But I can remember almost every single one of them. So I feel the work. <laughs> I love that. I feel the work. That's great, man. This has been great. Where can people find you? All the magic Hayden happens at eofire.com. That's where our free courses are, our podcasts are. And of course, if you do want to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days, thefreedomjournal.com is for you. Awesome. And I would highly recommend the Freedom Journal. As I said, for me, it's day 70. And John, I'll be sending you a message on day 100, man. Yay. Telling you how it went. Love it. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> Wicked. Thank you so much for coming on, dude, and sharing such a great story. Thank you so much. Awesome. Have a good one, mate. Bye, you too. Wake up early, get out when the sun is rising, explore your surroundings before the rest of the world wakes up. Thanks for listening to the Travel Stories podcast. Get in touch with Hayden on Twitter at Travel Stories UK or online at travelstoriespodcast.com where you can find all of the show notes and resources. Subscribe to the show to join us next time for another immersive, inspiring and international travel story on the Travel Stories Podcast.